So hello, everybody. Um, Jasper and I are back, and uh, it's, it's good to be here. And we're going to talk about some interesting things. I'm going to see if I can um, get Jasper to share his thoughts on the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and what that what that uh, looks like from his perspective. Very cool. Good to see you, David. Great to see you, man. Yeah. Yeah, so God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Trinity. So, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, it's, it's based in the idea that God is all three at once. Um, and so God, what is God to start with? Well, you know, God, I, I feel is, it's us. You know, it's, 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 the, it's the whole of us at our most primal and unknowable all the way through to this experience right now. Everything, nothing and everything is God. But the, in the ancient Judaic uh, culture, they had this really cool understanding that, um, you know, we could say that God, nothing and everything can be sort of described in three ways in, in this like this Holy Trinity way. And it's interesting that in the, in the Vedic tradition, they also kind of have a Holy Trinity. Uh, they, they talk about right. Brahman, but then Brahman has three aspects, Brahma, Vishnu and Shiva. And uh, the, their, their way of unpacking it is different from the, the Judeo-Christian tradition. And it's, you know, it's the Judeo-Christian tradition that I really resonate with uh, a little bit more. So the father, in my understanding, represents the, 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 the primal aspect of God, the unknowable, um, what the Taoists call non-being, what the Buddha called the void. It hasn't even become awareness yet. It's something which is so unknowable. It's the place that we go to in deep sleep. It's the place where I, I've heard uh, of, of really long-term meditators, you know, people, very, very awakened people who are conscious all the way through their sleep, but they've had a general anesthetic and, and they've disappeared. It's like they, they were quite surprised that they woke up out of the general anesthetic, having been, having been conscious through deep sleep, and they, they just disappeared. And uh, so, you know, who knows, maybe there are some people who are able to remain conscious even in a deep general anesthetic. Um, but it seems that, and this is just my, my, my grokking of it, my understanding, that uh, the father is something even even kind of prior to awareness it's it's just the the, the mystery non-being the void and so uh, and then for me the sun is really s-u-n it's not s-o-n uh, i think s-o-n okay. came from a more patriarchal time um when you know everything had to be biased towards the masculine um but the son of god is awareness I would say it's like a, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the ability out of the mystery, which within itself is is absolutely and completely whole, you know, e even prior to awareness, um, out of that it manifests awareness, and um, mm -hmm. yeah, and in the um, uh, the Vedic tradition, they speak of this uh, awareness, this individualized aspect of God as Atman. Um, which, right. which which I um, describe as Adam in the, the, the Garden of Eden story. So there isn't just mm -hmm. one Adam or one Atman. 
there's an atman here, a, po- a point of awareness here, a point of awareness in in you, David, in the in in our listeners, countless atmans, countless points of awareness, um, you know, which, which uh, are all kind of having a. I mean, I feel that each of us is a, is our own universe. Each of us is having a like a really unique experience. But we're we're kind of having a shared experience in in like a kind of a shared multiverse. So okay. yeah, so for me, I feel that the sun is awareness. So how are you doing so far on this? How's it feeling with you? So far, so far, pretty good. Uh, um, are all these different atmans then really fundamentally or potentially quite different then? No. No, they're not different. I, I would say that really, uh, fundamentally, there is only one sun. There is only, you know, I think in a way the Christians got that right. There is only one son of God. Uh, okay. But you can't, but you can't limit it to one atman. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of like, as awareness, we are all the same because there is only awareness. You know, that there is one Father, which is the the, the undifferentiated mystery. There is one son of God, which is undifferentiated awareness. But in each of us, it's like we kind of have our own our own po- individualized point of awareness. Um, right. Th- does that make sense? Yes, it does. It does. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I mean, that's always an interesting thing for me, how the <clears throat> the the totality of my own awareness and yet and the what i say the freedom the independence of my own awareness and my own universe and yet there's we're sharing something i mean your atman and my atman are are overlapping and and intercommunicating somehow and I think that that's a, a fascinating aspect of all that. We're we're going a little farther down the line, but yeah, but yeah. So we're we're different, and yet there's something that's absolutely the same about every atman. I feel I I I really feel so that every atman, mm-hmm. every 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 soul, every soul S O L, which is uh, French for sun, soul is like soul. Um, yeah, I feel it's uh, it, it's exactly the same. And the thing that makes it different, um, we could say in this experiential, um, you know, universe that we that we live in, um, kind of holographic universe, is that there are many um, uh, uh, we could say uh, stellar bodies and planetary bodies around us. And I think according to their point within the whole dance of things, um, they they have different characters, they have different qualities. Um, but I think fundamentally, when we take away those, you know, the, the the condition of those qualities, which comes from being in a different place in in relationship to other planets and moons and asteroids and stars and things like this in the whole dance, you know, when we when we sort of take that away, um, fundamentally, yes, we're all the same. We're just we're each of us is just a point of pure awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. I'm yeah. with you. The sun. Yeah. So the point of pure awareness, the Atman, the sun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think this kind of uh, uh, discussion is, is very important for us and for our listeners, because, 
you know, the more we can grok this, the more we can sort of ponder this and and, and think about this kind of stuff. Uh, I I feel certainly for me that it's like my, my subconscious recognizes something in this. It's like, wow, you know, that's true. It is true. I am not really Jasper. You know, I'm not really this 57 year old guy from England, you know, living in Greece or whatever. And, you know, wow, I, it's true. I, I, I recognize that. I, it's like at a, at a feeling level, I, I recognize that I am, that I am awareness. So mm-hmm. I feel these are, are very important uh, conversations and dialogues to be having to be had. I do, too. And I think it's it's very it's a it's a huge shift from where I from from because I, I recognize sort of in, in my journey through understanding of what what this this life experience and what God and what these things are. When I made started to make that shift, I was like, oh, this is this is very different than where I where how I was orienting myself in the world before. Mm. Very, very different. And it, and how would you how would you describe how would you explain or describe the difference in 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 in, in the way that you feel in a feeling mm-hmm. sense? Well, when it hit me deeply the the first times, it I guess the thing I'm not of this world. That's that's where it was feeling the the I I came to realize the physicality of the atoms and the stuff that I thought constituted a kind of fundamental reality were in fact not really a fundamental reality and they didn't contain what I was what I was isn't there at all not even a little bit I'm prior to that I'm this awareness and so it was a total shift of and then I then you hear that I'm you know not of the world in the world but not of the world mm. and suddenly I'm I'm thinking oh my gosh they really mean it <laughs> they, <laughs> they they didn't just mean kind of be aloof they yeah. they actually <laughs> meant fundamentally this world has kind of nothing to do with what I am I mean, this world is in the the materiality of these things, even my body, even these thoughts, but the land and the clouds, they're they're natural. And I'm a part, you know, there's a interaction between what is being perceived and what I am. But the I am part is this awareness. Yeah. Which doesn't require it's not made from this body. Yeah, and with this realization comes great liberation, doesn't it? Yeah. This yeah. is, I think, really? you know, pr- practically, this is this is the, you know, this this is the payoff, isn't it, from this yeah. kind of realization? It's such a, yeah, it's such a. I mean, at first it was a little bit of just disorientation, and then it's just such a great relief mm. that, <clears throat> because then from then it was very quickly to realize. You know, what are the qualities of the awareness? And then those are the qualities of me, of that it's whole. It's Mm. not fractured. It doesn't have an edge. It doesn't seem to have a beginning. It doesn't seem to be limited. It it doesn't seem to be affected by 
you know, weather and sickness and whatever. Mm. It's, mm. it's always there and robust and reliable. Yeah. 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 I would, um, you know, I'm, I'm aware that um, a lot of spiritual teachers speak about, you know, finding out who we really are and they, they kind of stop at awareness. Not not all spiritual teachers. The the Buddha didn't. You know, the Buddha really, you know, um, I mean, you know more about the Buddha's teachings than me. But it seems that he he stressed the void. He he would really speaking speaking of the void and the Taoists that I really I really come from a Taoist. Uh, uh, you know, I, I'm a great, I suppose, fan of the of the Taoist um, uh, wisdom of the Tao Te Ching. And um, yeah, the, they, they speak of non-being. So this is something even prior to awareness. And I feel that we can we can get stuck when we say, you know, all there is is awareness. You know, right. it's we can kind of get stuck there. I think in a way it's it's almost being stuck in the Lucifer trap. We, we, we've spoken about the Lucifer thing before. The Lucifer being the uh, the the uh, the not fully realized aspect of the of of the sun, the, the sun in, in the tarot cards, the 19 is it's the sun and uh ultimately you know with the sun when it when it's fully realized the sun the atman when it's fully realized it realizes well yes i am awareness but you know actually i'm kind of uh i'm nothing man i'm just kind of i'm i'm no thing and i Mm -hmm. think that when we when we go that extra stretch and you know because there's, there's it's in a way it's kind of groovy being awareness you know because awareness is the sun right it's the star you know it's the great guru that everybody worships or it's the president or it's the rock star it's who we all want to be you know so who's going to give that up for just being nothing you know for (laughs) you know yeah and i think that that kind of in a smaller sense the giving up was also involved in 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 that shift of realization because up to that point i had been kind of trying to make myself a better guy mm. and was kind of proud of my work <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like well you're none of that stuff you're just mm. awareness so that was a, a a lower dimensional shift that was quite mirrors that what you're talking about of the next step beyond exactly yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What what you said is is totally true. So make yeah making that uh, um, breaking through the glass ceiling of thinking that you're somebody and you know and just uh, and and entering into the the realm of of just limitless shining awareness is 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 beautiful. You know. Wow. I'm I'm awareness. I'm just there's no thought and yet somehow there's the the the, the experience that I'm just aware of whatever's going on. I I don't have to you know. Uh, put any tension in, into my eyes to try to see what's being seen. Everything's just being seen automatically. I'm just awareness. And yet, certainly for me, um, I think my my continued awakening, um, I, I can feel it in myself. There There is also a, a relief coming, a, a, a even more um, expansion, I, I'd say, or, or relaxation, uh, something good happening in my system. Um, when even if it's just uh, and an, the, the intellectual recognition that I'm, you know, I don't stop at awareness, <clears throat> but ultimately I just I'm kind of I'm just an absolute mystery. 
you know that i that i exist even prior to awareness yeah. and uh and and it it does something to me it actually it it it, it sh- that actually fo- focuses and sharpens my awareness i think that's what it does because if i'm stopping at the mental idea of i am awareness um there's a little there can be a little bit of stress in there a little bit of tightness and and uh and maybe over focus in that and i'm yeah i think it's it, it's interesting that um you know we look at uh yeah the you know wanting to be a star or wanting to be a a guru or a, you know some somebody important um and then you know even kind of going beyond that mm-hmm. um, you know and not needing that anymore and moving into the realm of the holy fool you know that the yeah which i yeah we'll have to speak about the the holy fool sometime because these are these are really cool guys yeah yeah, yeah. One of the thing, the questions that pops up in a couple to to get myself out of the mere, even though awareness is such an enormous state already, but to expand a little beyond that is I just realize and, and notice I have no idea how this awareness came into being. Mm-hmm. Where did it come from? So it's like, okay, I got it. I am it. It's there. Isn't this amazing? And then you're like, then I realize, you know, how did this thing happen? Mm-hmm. And the a phrase that I, in, in a song I wrote a while back is, who do I thank for the miracle? So, it's, I mean, this this awareness is this miraculous. I mean, it's amazing. But, but I didn't make it, mm-hmm. you know. It, it 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 was just somehow bestowed upon this reality was bestowed not even yeah. upon it just bestowed and yeah. from you know from who from what who do i thank how you know how do i say thank you for that and to who yeah. you know and that that's one of the things that kind of jars me out of that <clears throat> kind of complacency or even the the a sort of a I don't know, a pride or or that unease, that tightness maybe that comes from like, I, I, there still can be a disorientation for me in this awareness stuff, almost like, yeah. well, what do I do with all this? Mm, exactly, exactly. Yeah, well, you know, how do, I ch- how do I create my reality? How do I, you know, how do I shine on certain aspects of my reality which are optimal and, you know, all of these things? Or yeah. just be, you know, because I can feel this power of what it is. And when someone's suffering around me, you know, I almost feel like, why can't I just reach out my hand and stop that suffer, suffering? That's that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <clears throat> yeah. It's kind of, yeah. And, and, you know, sometimes we can and and sometimes we can't. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and I, in in my experience, the more we kind of relax back into you know what what what's called the, the the father aspect of the trinity could be the mother the father slash mother um it's kind of like oh, thank god you know everything everything's okay somehow everything's okay and if i can do anything i will do it i really i really will it's not that i'm withholding anything here um but yeah I, everything is good and everything is is fine mm-hmm. yeah right yeah yeah so um yeah, just before we move on to the holy spirit i want to um just like briefly discuss 
um, black holes. Um, I did a show a while back called We Are Black Holes, and I feel that um, the discovery of black holes and you're you're a science guy, David. When what you know, who discovered black holes? Where how long have they been around? I've got an interesting loop on that. Um, My father, who is a Ph.D. in physics. um, He remembers attending a conference with a physicist called Kip Thorne, who was discussing the ideas of black holes. And that would have been in the 60s. Mm. And it was new for everybody in the room. And my father talked to him after the conference and said, this is really interesting. Can you send me some of your information? And so Kip Thorne sent my father uh, a package of some of the research that they were aiming at with a little note, and he still got it. Wow. Yeah. And so from someone who was involved in physics, he he got the idea in, the, I think it was the mid to late 60s. Okay, that that that's what I felt. Also, mm-hmm. yeah. So you know, for me, the 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 black hole adds something to our cosmology, because in you know the ancients, for them, astronomy and astrology were two sides of the same coin. You know, the the left brain, the right brain, far more integrated than 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 we are now. Um, and they realized that the you know the planets and the stars in different uh, positions in in the heavens, in the firmament, um, had effects upon each other. You know, that they, they, they each one of them had their own um, their own tone or their own their own gravitational pull, their own character, and that everybody's influencing everybody else. And according to the precession of the equinoxes, you know, um, here on Earth, um, life changes according to this uh, constantly moving dance. And so until the discovery of black holes in our cosmology, stars are at the center of everything. You know, in, in the, the, you know we, we look at the solar system and the sun appears to be, at least in an external way, if we use the external model, which doesn't really exist. But if we extrapolate that there is an external model, it seems that the sun is at the center and everything is ro- revolving around the sun. And it was also thought that there was a, a great central sun uh, in, at the center of the galaxy and at the center of the universe. And in astrological understanding, the sun represents the intellect, represents the conscious mind, you know, so it, like the eye, the Atman. And so it's kind of like, you know, in before, prior to the, um, uh, the discovery of black holes, um, it's kind of like, you know, so we didn't have that black hole uh, addition to, to the cosmology. And I'll explain what it means for me. Um, it's kind of like we were saying that, every, that everything revolves around awareness. That was the limit of our spiritual understanding. Not for people like the Buddha and Lao Tzu, but for right. maybe for, for many of us. It's like mm-hmm. everything revolves around the intellect, the pure shining intellect, the, it, which doesn't think. It just It just observes. It's just aware. So and I think it's really, really interesting that then we discovered actually, no, at the center of everything is uh, our black holes. And so we have to think, okay, so what do black holes represent? And for me, black holes represent the void. You know, it's kind of because everything that we see in in, in the experiential universe, it's kind of just that it's holographic, we could say. 
I, I don't know if that's you know that that's that's we we can describe it as kind of like a an um an energetic sensory hologram um and so there are countless black holes and you know um so i think it's almost like just as there is only one awareness there are many different points of awareness many atmans um there is only one void there is only one non-being but somehow in the experiential universe we're seeing wow there are many black holes and black holes are actually at the center of everything they're the 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 precursor of everything else out of black holes you know black holes give birth to stars to 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 everything you know and is that right in your understanding or do black holes only <laughs> suck things into them yeah i don't know about the giving birth um certainly if they if there's so, some sort of catastrophic collisions or their gravitational pull hurls certain things around, I think they can do things like that. And you get energetic vectors pointing out the top of these black holes, which is, I think, quite fascinating, and I don't understand them. But, mm. um, giving birth to everything, I think most of the physicists would probably say that first there was the matter and then coalesced into the black holes and then something changed, which it, which seems quite incomplete for me. It seems quite strange. Yeah, I, I don't I don't see that. I see that there yeah. is the the, the 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 garden of ether, the field of ether, and black holes are sort of like uh, vaginas. You know, they're kind of they're they're there's something which uh, out of the ether, um, something is 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 uh, you know it's the 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 conduit from the no thing uh to the to the thing from yeah. from the mo from the most subtle element to uh to to matter right and if you think <clears throat> some of the more basic i mean if there's really no thing if we go back to the that means there's no direction there's not even a, there's no up there's no down there's no left there's no right mm. but if you've got a black hole in the equation suddenly you've got something and mm. you've got a direction to and from that black hole can it 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 is changed the shape of reality by being there so right there's nothing like it, it's it's totally different than nothing anymore mm. in its in its effect on the stuff around it exactly it's yeah. ex exactly so it's like the void it's like non-being it's it's something it's it's nothing it's something it's a it's a total mystery and yet still paradoxically it's still something yes you know, yes. Yeah. So I think that the, the, the you know, the black holes are um, the representation in, you know, in our uh, sensory uh, um, experience uh, of the father. Uh, this is what I feel. It's like, um, you know, really right now. There is only nothing, just pure void. And there is awareness and there is the Holy Spirit, which we'll discuss, which I, I, I say is, is the ether. It's the it's the energy which makes up our experience. Um, but in the um, in this phenomenal um, uh, universe that we live in, it's it's a it's a universe of of symbols of um, uh, representations. It's a bit like thoughts, you know, when we when we, or, or words. When you, when when I describe an elephant, a, a grey elephant or a pink elephant, you can picture it in your mind, but it's not the real thing. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing that what we're seeing right now is not really the real thing. It's like a, um, it's kind of like a movie. It's a really amazing movie that we're completely 
um, you know, immersed in and it feels really real um, and it has to feel really real to keep us as the, you know, complete being that or being even non-being that we already are engaged in it. You know, it has to be really, really super amazing and magical and miraculous and and feel really real. But ultimately, it's not. And I, you know, and so, yeah, I feel that the, the you know, the black hole, it's like it's uh, it, it's giving us a phenomenal um, uh, representation of the father in the Holy Trinity. That the father is the black hole, something which is like completely mysterious. The sun is the stars, the points of awareness um, and the Holy Spirit um, is the uh, the, the energy, the chi, the prana that makes up the experience itself. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So it's ta- it's it's got a different order of tangibility to it. There's something materially substantial in comparison to the Atman. The Atman is the awareness. But now when we're talking about energy or chi, yeah, it, it's actually got some substance, right? That's some right. Kind of, yeah, materiality. Yeah, yeah. If, so, you know, it, if we start at the black coal, which is the father, the, the, the complete mystery, the void, and then we move to, it's, it's like there's nothing there. You, you only know it exists really by the influence that it has on its environment, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then you've got this, the star and you can see the star and we've got this our local star, Ra, you know, the, the sun. And, you know, we all give great thanks to the sun, you know, because without him, nothing, you know, we, we'd have no life. We'd have no light. We'd have no heat. You know, that there, there would be no life. So the sun is like is more tangible than the um, than the black hole. But then you have the Holy Spirit which is kind of energy itself it's the it's the prana which makes up this body and this this laptop and you know and you and the air that we're breathing and the water that we drink and uh you know the minerals in our bones and and all of this for me that's what the holy spirit is so it's kind of like it's not a hierarchy it's not that one that you know one that the the father is better than the son which is better than the holy spirit they're all they're, they're, it's a it's a holy trinity they're all they're all really the same and it's only the mind which is kind of making three divisions you know which don't really exist mm-hmm. but in a sense they're yeah they, they in a sense they do in looking at these aspects because they are different aspects of of this reality yeah. So, all right. So the shared portion of our Atmans is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. But even that, even then, though, we the Holy Spirit is is really is is also <coughs> undifferentiated. It's like a, it's like an ocean of chi, a, a pranic ocean. Right. Now, the, this the example that I'll give now has been, you know, it's like overused, really. But it's like looking at the I can see the ocean right now looking out. Uh, my tent right now looking over the Ionian Sea and you know and I can see some little kind of wavy bits and you know and different colors in the but I know it's the same ocean and and we we kind of accept that you know we we say that there's a wave and there's a sloshy bit and there's a you know it's you know the sun's glinting off a bit over there but we know it's the same ocean We, we everybody accepts that we don't think that it's separate because it has a there's a little bit of froth there. We accept it. 
and and I think we're destined or every single one of us we're destined to accept that this experience that we're having right now is also an ocean it's an ocean of prana and that even though it appears that here's a microphone and here's a computer and here's some hands you know that these mm-hmm. are just these are like waves arising in the in the um uh in the ocean of prana this is the this is the holy spirit holy is whole right you know so mm-hmm. yeah the holy holy spirit holy ghost holy energy it's whole there's only one um but it's but it seems in this um this kind of phenomenal experience this sensory experience that we're having now um yes there is the appearance of you know a separate jasper and a separate david just as there is the appearance of a separate awareness here and a separate awareness there but not really mm-hmm. not really it's mm-hmm. all the same mm-hmm. interesting so with that so the holy spirit in in this this idea is is also yeah i guess when i was growing up i kind of had the idea here's the world and then floating above it somehow is the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> they were kind of, <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like this idea that they were kind of moving through this material world, but somehow the material world was not included in that the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. It, in in my juvenile understanding of what was being said, it was like there was a world, and they were kind of if you wanted to get into spirituality and if you wanted to talk to god you kind of moved up the ranks through the out of this world into that but but you're but calling it prana and then which is responding to our awareness and feeding back to us our you know what what appears to be this real world that we're that we're in yeah so yeah. there is so, so it's a totally the father son and the holy spirit covers everything covers everything uh, there isn't any there isn't anything there isn't like uh that that's something holy that we can only dream of or or, or you know aspire to through years and years of rigorous meditation in the himalayas um you know because there's that and then like down at the shitty end of the stick um you know <laughs> <laughs> there's humans yeah. on, on on a prison planet you know no that's just it's just limiting limiting understanding there isn't enough ram yet you know in the in in the brain to be able to see things as they are right now because we're right. still living in, we're still living in the past we're living through sequential like concept 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 rather than having enough speed of ram to see fuck you know wow it really the concepts are really cool uh, because it gives my mind the ability to kind of take things out of context. But really, like right now, when I put them all together, um, yeah, everything is kind of as it is. And and this, uh, you know, g- yeah, going back to the Holy Trinity idea, um, it's a really elegant way of mm-hmm. for our minds to mm-hmm. understand reality, to understand our experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, if there was going to be a, a meditative orientation to appreciate this 
as my reality, as the reality. Mm. Um, so we've got awareness and aware of, you know, the sounds and the sensations or the, the pranic motions of which we can call the Holy Spirit, which are interacting with the awareness and the awareness is an emergent property from the black hole of the totality of God. Some orientation like that. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. And I think that we can, I think we have to be very, very, uh, have a lot of common sense and be very practical when we're looking at what is the right way to meditate. And, uh, you know, for meditating with an app on the mobile phone, um, with the Wi-Fi on in the background, um, I think it's better than not doing it at all. Um, but if, if we're able to, if we're not actually locked up somewhere um, and we have the ability to, it's just our own common sense, our own our, our conscious mind when it tunes in to the um, uh, the intelligence of the body. The body is kind of going, yeah, that's that. I, I feel that, or no, I don't feel that. It's it, being in nature as much as possible is uh, for me. This is this is really important. Um, mm-hmm. You know, being in the light of the sun, um, getting out at night and uh, seeing the stars. Um, particularly you know when the uh, when the sun goes down not being too much in the in the blue light which really screws with the uh, you know with the with the brain and the hormones mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah i feel that we we've got to be uh, we've we've got to bring some common sense in here um and uh, if we want to be like 21st century uh techies um i think this somehow uh, is not really um, uh, in in alignment with uh, our kind of optimal state, we could say. I think this is why I say we're in judgment right now. You know, we talked a couple of shows back about um, the, the the run of the um, uh, the Tarot Major Arcana, and the twenty being the judgment card, and COVID happening in 2020, which is a great time of you know everybody. Okay, do I take responsibility for my own health or do I just, you know, believe what the, you know, what this writing on the screen says, you know, and and just capitulate to that. So, you know, we're in judgment right now. And I think so. Yes. Everything you said about, you know, you you spoke about the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. It's very important. But I think there is a scene and a setting for what works best. Um, and regardless of whether our mind thinks, no, I'm meditating and, and I'm in a room full of, you know, Wi-Fi and smart meters and everything else and just kind of getting fried. Or I'm actually taking the time to listen to my body and to go with its intelligence and maybe go outside and sit under a tree. Um, you know, for me, this is this is an important part of the, the of the spiritual process, the meditation process. Right. I mean, I this all this graphs and things on the wall is the depiction of the story of humanity going back four or five hundred thousand years and prior to that. And if if we if we look at that phase as the creation of this physical instrument, 
which I do, um, in whatever metaphor sense that works, this physical instrument was finely tuned and crafted on a world without Wi-Fi and mm. a world without artificial lights and a world where the the natural rhythms were the ones that were we were moving in and with. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And so they are a part of our experience right now. We can't just uh, say that, no, this is wrong because it's somehow out of the void of the, the great mystery. Wi-Fi yeah. and smart meters and, you know, and everything else, so they're, they're, they're coming out. But it's, you know, it's just the same as we have this, we, we have the, the, this intellect, this, uh, you know, part of the, the function of awareness is to like the, 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 the sun is to focus on one thing more than another and to go, right, I need to do this or I need to do that. Uh, but, you know, the, the, the awakened eye can focus on one thing and say, right, I really need to do this. But it's also kind of still anchored in the general um, in, within the present, you know, mm-hmm. so it's not it's not yeah. sort of it's not making one thing really uh, Im- important at the expense of something else. And I think, you know, the, the more we go that way, then all the toys of the mind, like Wi-Fi and smart meters and mobile phones and things like that, you know, we're going to start to make them more and more and more important. And our bodies are going to suffer. Um, and so, you know, this is a somehow it is a game that we're living in. It's the coolest guy. I, you know, I'm, I'm not interested in in video games or gaming or anything like that, like that, because this game that we're in right now, you know, we're already playing for keeps right now, you know, whether we realize it or not. You know, the choice, the, the choices that we're making, the actions that we're expressing into the world, you know, like the butterfly's wing of, wings effect is we're really, you know, we are manifesting our own realities to, to some to some degree. Most of it's just mm-hmm. it's 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 happening by itself. But, you know, sometimes when we don't get out of the way enough, and just allow the optimal um, uh, desire of our own, you know, unique intelligence to interact with our environment. And we get a bit selfish and say, no, I don't want to do that. Or that's boring. Or I want that. Or I want that. Um, yeah, we can start to be pulled down roads that eventually, you know, maybe we can't get out of that place, you know? Right. So yeah, I, I, I'd yeah. say that, uh, Meditation, very important. Um, you know, we talked about it a lot in the past. In a sense, meditation, head to feet, front to back, side to side, opened like in formless awareness to this present sensory experience. Very important. But if we can also do that, you know, on the beach or sitting under a tree or walking in the park, um, we can make a practice of getting out in the morning, bare feet on the ground when, it, when the ground's not too cold and you know, pointing towards the sun and doing some qigong you know there's something in our own bodies which is going to respond to that and i feel that the you know the the relationship between the father the son the holy ghost within us is just going to become more more seamless and we're going to experience that through you know less anxiety less stress more happiness mm-hmm. more love more forgiveness right right yeah <clears throat> some meditation thing that's been in my awareness of late um i remember reading it many times about the buddha's instruction on on meditation and 
you know, I'm I'm not versed on what all the instruction was, but I've seen several times in places where I've looked at the very short and brief instruction about following the breath. <clears throat> but what the, what he said is, you know, when you're breathing, when you're breathing long, you know, you're breathing long. And when you're breathing short, you know, you're breathing short. And when you're breathing medium, you know, you're breathing medium. And I always found that kind of interesting because many times in the meditation courses or something, they're talking about focusing on very subtle sensations that are, you know, localized in the nostril or in the abdomen. And so I said, well, what if I just took that actually at face value and just, and it's interesting, it, there's a time frame in there. It's not a point. It's like a duration where you're aware of your body. You're aware of your body over this time. So it's a, it's a quite a stable orientation mm. because to know I'm breathing long, I have to have this kind of continual awareness of what is happening on that breath and where I am. And I find it calming. I mean, and it's, there's a, it, it feels different than the in, this, in the instructions that I kind of had running through my head about more, a more focused sort of, I don't know if it's aggressive or just more detailed kind of point awareness. But this, because it seemed to be when I'm aware of my environment, but I'm also aware of myself, just not briefly in a moment, but like how I'm moving in that environment, how it's going, you know, and the environment and the sounds and the, you know, I notice if my breath shortens a little bit or if it relaxes and gets longer. Mm. And I, for some reason that has really kind of, maybe it's the, what I needed to hear recently. So it was, it was pulled up from my memory banks mm. and I've, I found it uh, a very useful kind of thing that brings me back to the body in a different way than just focusing on a particular sensation somewhere. Mm, mm. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. Mm. I think there are many different ways of um, uh, of doing this. In the, in the, the Tao Te Ching, you know, they, they speak a lot of uh, focusing in the lower dantian. Um, you know, in the very center of the body in between the hips and sort of having that as a general kind of center of awareness, but in not being solely focused there, you know, kind of being aware of the whole body, but just sort of having a sense that this is the this is the center. And when you do that, mm -hmm. yeah, then the, the, the breath automatically kind of extends down into the belly. So mm -hmm. I think there are many uh, that there are many. Um, uh, uh, teachings and, and, and many ideas that, that we can use. And, you know, we don't have to rigidly stick to one uh, throughout our lives. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Fantastic. So, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, yeah. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, if we can leave the, uh, our, our listeners with anything, it's just that don't take anything that you've been taught in religious education or, you know, the church um, or from your parents, don't take any of that stuff um, as as gospel, as the you know, as as the the be all and end all, because it's something that you had to learn, right? You had to learn that stuff. 
um, you had to learn language first and then you had to learn that there was this guy called Jesus 2000 years ago or the Buddha 2600 years ago. So it's all in your mind. It's all like, you know, um, separate kind of frames of reference. Um, but when you look at the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit in the way that we've been discussing, um, it's, you know, for me, it's something it's much more immediate. You know, it don't, we don't we don't need to be going. We can say, yeah, this is an ancient Judeo-Christian uh, uh, idea. Um, but you know, we don't even need to say that. We could just say, you know, um, we you know, it's just it's just an idea, right, that it doesn't matter where how many thousands of years years old it is. Um, when we look at it in a in a certain way, there's something inside of us that goes, well, you know what? Wow. Yeah, that I feel that. I feel that. And it's like it's the meeting point between the conscious mind, the thinking, rational mind and what feels right in the body. So, yes, I like that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cool. And and, and to me, I would add it. It. I feel. Connected in a wholesome way. With that original motion of compassion, of love, whatever it is, energy that that is God, that is that made something happen as opposed to nothing. Exactly, exactly, because it really all is one. It really, you know, Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, God. God is just a word which describes the entirety, the totality of nothing and everything. That's what it is, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then. We look at the, you know, the father, the black hole, the void. There is only one void. And yet in our phenomenal universe, we're starting to see, wow, there's like a black hole at the center of this, the black hole at the center of that. There's a black hole at the center of Jasper, you know, and out of that black hole comes awareness. Right. You know, and out of and out of and, and after awareness comes experience. So this this experience that we're having, it's again, it's not real. It's just Maya. It's like a, it's kind of illusion, really. Um, because it's like the the experiential sort of like uh, a movie of something which is more primal, something which doesn't have a movie to it, doesn't have any movement to it, doesn't need to have any movement because it's already complete in itself. The 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 the, the void, the awareness, and the experience are already one. They're already everything's wrapped up and sewn up. You know, the fat lady who's already sung, you know, it's already over and, and finished. The Alpha and Omega are one, you know, but this experience we're having, it's kind of like that, that, that it's like it's playing out as a drama kind of over and over again. And it behoves us to, you know, to see this, to see that like, wow, to get trapped up in this, to get caught in it and to start saying, well, actually, no, the sun is Jesus, you know, and, uh, you know, it's then we're just going to be snared. We're going to be pulled into it. You know, we're going to be a bitch to our emotions. You know, we're going to get angry with other people that don't believe in us or we're going to get hurt that they don't um, understand us, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's a good place to finish. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Don't be a bitch to your own emotions. I like exactly. It. I like exactly. It. Yeah, yeah. Don't be a snowflake, man. Just uh, <laughs> let, let, let's all just let's all just human up. Black hole up. Black hole up, baby. All right. <laughs> I like it. I like it. That'll look good on a t-shirt. Yeah, man. Okay. All right. Okay.
Okay, man. Great talk to you, Jasper. I'm, I'm, I feel much more wide awake than when we started this conversation. I appreciate it. Me too. Thanks, David. And, and thanks, everybody. And uh, tune in with you again.